views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hey, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. It is so super great to be connected with you again. What I love is what I love, and that is to connect with all of you and then have conversations that are extraordinary. You know, questionable conversations, if we could say that, uh, because Glenna Rice is in the house, and that's what I love. You know, love having Glenna join me. And, and you know what, I'm like, I'm talking to Glenna before the show, and I'm saying, okay, you know, I know we're going to talk about the body, and I know today's show is Glenna Rice uh, co-hosting with me. What does your body require, and how can you know? Love this topic. You know, what does your body require, and, and, and how can you know? You know, what is it that's going to show up? What are some of the easy ways we can ask our body questions? How many of you are out there right now thinking, oh, oh, I wish I would have started that diet sooner. Summer is already upon me. What am I going to do about that? And, you know, and what are we saying to our body? And, and perhaps what other question might we ask? So there are a couple of things that Glenn is going to share with us that our body requires. So those things, you're going you're to find this really an interesting show. It's not going to be what you think is going on here. For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, let me tell you about Glenna. She's amazing, amazing. Whether you know her as the questionable parent, whether you join her in questionable conversations, uh, whether you are on the road with her in the many, many places she goes, delivering and facilitating access consciousness tools and messages, she is someone that has created an amazing way to look at our lives that will get us from where we are today to where we want to go. You know, whether it is looking at the discovery of becoming a parent and how to have more ease and more grace in doing that, or whether it's looking at the everyday, what you may call doldrums of your life, that causes you to feel constricted, restricted, constrained, and as sometimes, if I might say the word, trapped. Today's show is going to be one that's going to help you move from wherever you are to a question or questions that will show you a level of awareness that some people say is a path to freedom. Uh, for those of you that want to follow along with us, you could go to Glenna's website, glennarice.com. Amazing. You're going to find out a lot about her. 
You're going to find out about parenting. You're going to find about, out about access consciousness classes. You're going to find out about her, week, her online call that she does. You're going to find out about her blog, physical therapy, and a whole lot more. But one of the things I will say to you, you're going to find out that she has been someone doing this work for 10 years or more. And so whether it's the three-day body class, whether it is something to do with bars, whether it is something to move beyond labels of autism, ADD, OCD, ADHD, whatever that is, this is really the world that we get to say yes to, the world of possibility. Glenna, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. What a wonderful introduction. I so enjoy this hour we spend together every month and all the questions you, you ask. Know, you know, you know the, uh, the the movie that was out, Snow White, the movie, Mirror and Mirror on the Wall, right? Who is the fairest right. of them all? That whole thing is about image. I mean, the it whole is. fairy tale is a. Mm-hmm. It, it's about, it's like, okay, we have now simplified the way that we communicate with ourselves about the body to asking a mirror who's the fairest of them all is that's it's, our society that such, though yeah that's such a good analogy i mean and and the mirror just shows you the judgments you have <laughs> so <laughs> she would look at herself in the mirror and see how old she was getting and have the mirror tell her something different and she would believe that that there it was just all about judgment and how to stop an mm-hmm. aging process that you're judging terribly that's keeping it in place from judgment what if we could actually have something like reverse aging or what if you looked ageless? I know a lot of these, the access tools that I use, um, and a lot of the people doing access, that's one of the great side effects of this work, is that you don't age the same as everyone else. There's been people that took classes years ago and met people that were still doing the work and using the tools and would say, well, well you look so amazingly young. You haven't aged at all in the last 10 years. And they started doing the work again. It's one of um, exactly. something amazing about it. What do you think that is? Let's talk about that. I, I think you are really on to something. I just want to say one thing, and then I want to explore this. The difficulty with the Snow White story that came out recently, the mirror, the one, the one Snow White and the Huntsman, here was the real difficulty in that from a, from a visual point of view, because this is really an opening for, for this show. I didn't know we were going to go in this direction. But here's the <laughs> opening for it. Here's what you have. You have the wicked whatever she was, Queen, who's played right. by Charlize Theron, one mm-hmm. of the most, in our society, one of the most beautiful women, right, that we have put up there on the platform, right? Asking a right. mirror. It's almost like we can't even wrap our mind around her asking a mirror if I'm still the fairest of them all, right? And having... Yeah. Kristen Stewart be fairer than that. So it's really a strange thing, a message for us that says, whoa, if you look like Charlize, you're still not good enough. <laughs> Come yeah. On. Oh. What are we right. doing? Not only is she beautiful, she's also very ageless looking. She's a you know, beautiful woman who's <laughs> not twenty. So um right. And all she was doing, I mean, it's also this comparison thing. And when you compare yourself to anybody else, you both lose because you have to create so much judgment to do comparison. And you both have to come down in status or down in rank when you start comparing. You have to look at what's less about both of you. 
to try to find out what's better about you than someone else or where you rank below and how you need to change it. It's all about putting yourself in this context of um, judgment about who's better and who's not, and it totally locks you up, and you have no choice when you're in that world of competition and comparison and judgment, and there's no choice Isn't it in interesting that. how that is? That not only, you know, this is really a great opening for the show today when we, when we talk about, you know, what is our body trying to tell us? If we don't allow an opening for our body to communicate with us because we're standing in front of a mirror, and what mm-hmm. are we saying, who's the fairest of, of them all out loud? That's what we do. You know, we look yeah. in the mirror and we, and, you know, some days we'll wake up and we'll say, oh, wait a minute, look at those beds. Yeah, I mean, whatever that, that sh- starts to show up like, at life, it's not the question of what is our body trying to tell us. It's, it's no. really us telling our body what we think. Yeah, it's telling our body. And then your point of view creates your reality, and this is where it gets really interesting, is your point of view creates your reality. It's also where you create your body from if you're creating from judgment. So if your point of view is you don't look good in the mirror and you're looking for all the flaws and all the imperfections and everything that's wrong with you, that's what you're going to start creating because that's what you're looking for. So I like to look in the mirror and go, hmm, that's interesting. wonder what else we could do today. How else could we look today? Instead of going instantly into a judgment, when I wake up those mornings, I'm a little tired looking and funny looking. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting choice today, Bonnie. I wonder what else we could do. And I have seen that, you know, my face in the mirror change when I do that. And I'll go, yeah, let's have more of that. That's the point of view I want to be creating from. And even more of that, what else can you show me, body? It's interesting. Mirrors, well, wanna... you can morph your face in mirrors. It's, it's very interesting to see. Oh, let's talk about another tool of judgment. We now have come up with another term, haven't we? Tools of judgment. Mirrors, number Tools. one. Other tool of judgment. You ready? The dreaded Mm -hmm. scale. Right. The scale. The thing that you might try to get yourself on and weigh yourself, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm up three pounds, and have an absolute cardiac from it. I mean, isn't that another? I'm not saying we shouldn't get on the scale. That's not what I'm saying. But I would really love for you to talk to the meaning that we put and what happens when we get on the scale. We don't see what we thought we were going to see. Well, even if we see what we, if it's even better than we thought we were going to see, we still go into judgment. It's, uh, it's totally how we judge ourselves and our body every day when you step on the scale. You, and what's really interesting is you can also morph the scale. I mean, if you've decided there's a weight you shouldn't be and that's all you're thinking about, it's going to show up. I, mean, I remember getting, I used to be on the scale every single morning for years, and I would kind of tip to the side <laughs> to make it go down a little bit in the morning. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and about... Two years ago, I finally stopped whatever that was that was, you know, pulling me onto that scale every morning to create that judgment every day of what my body was like. I was able to uncreate the energy around that, and I haven't been on the scale in a couple of years. I, and my clothes fit me the same. And when they don't fit me, this is, this is fun. When my clothes stop fitting well, it's usually because I want new clothes. Oh, that's interesting. So what's like, your oh, you know, trying to tell you? What's your body trying to tell you right there, Glenna? Yeah, my body's like, I don't want to wear this, and I'm not going to fit into it. (laughs) (laughs) And I've given that tool to. Yeah, I've given that. I've given that tool to to a lot of people, and they've um, a lot of them had the same thing. Oh yeah, I just wanted a new outfit, and they went out shopping and found something fabulous, or a new pair of jeans, or whatever was their body was asking for. 
So that's one of the oh ways the body talks to us. I love it. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, get ready for your questions. Are you having a problem with your body image, with your point of view about your body? You know, what are you trying to get from it? What is it trying to tell you? What happens if your body becomes inflamed? What is the message behind inflammation? For those of you out there, you probably know that when you go and Google inflammation, you see it come up in the most amazing ways. Everything you ever wanted to know, inflammation, why it's showing up in women, why isn't the conversation about men, what is it that causes inflammation, but is there another question that we might want to ask ourselves? And that's the question for today. That's the journey that we're inviting you to participate in. What does your body require and how can you know? How do all these other questions that we may ask ourselves actually defeat us in where we want to go? GlennaRice.com, if you want to find out more about her. We have the phone lines open, 1-800-930-2819. If you want to get some help to ask the questions that are going to get you to where you want to go, give us a shout. Glenna's here to help. You can also send us questions if you go to the com. Scroll down. We have a box that you can just type your question in. Let's take a short break when we come back. Are you ready? What does your body require, and how can you know? We'll be right back with the show. Summer after high school when we first met, we make out in your Mustang to Radiohead. And on my 18th birthday, we got matching tattoos. Used to steal your Galios miso dressings are delicious and made with only the finest, freshest, and all-natural ingredients. Galios miso dressings are low in fat, sugar, salt, and carbohydrates. They do not contain any artificial ingredients or any wheat, eggs, vegetable gums, or MSG. What they do contain is astonishing flavor and silky texture that can only come from using premium quality ingredients. Order online with free shipping at www.galioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? Tune in to Heart Center Talk Radio with David Christopher Lewis, a gifted Claire audience, Aquarian spiritual author, and talented musical composer on TransformationTalkRadio.com every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, with delivering more than 4,000 messages from angels, masters, and divine beings, David will share the Ascended Master's teachings, insights, and surprising revelations to light bearers. 
meet transformative guests who embody change and inspire hope and get a refreshing and deeply meaningful perspective on life. The colorful world of energy is all around you. Join Lynn Brown on July 19th, 2.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. at Maya Whole Health Studio and learn about the colorful world of chakras, your aura, and what it all means. You'll learn how each chakra corresponds to different aspects of your physical body, material world, and why it is important to give them love and attention. Each attendee will receive a reading on the most prominent color in their aura. Let's get into it. Call 425-271-0200 and register now. Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Aptoner won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's top dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. How confident do you feel about your retirement? It's never too early or too late to start thinking about your retirement. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get to the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, financial advisor at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. everybody welcome back welcome back to the show questionable conversations the questionable parents questionable in general glenna rice today's question is what does your body require and how can you know you know what do we say to ourselves of that either serve us in how we want to feel how we want to look and how we want to be or can we learn some easier ways to ask body questions about what it would be like. So we're going to learn three things a body needs to live. And you'll be, you'll be surprised about that. You know, our, uh, our, what do our bodies know that we don't listen to well enough to even have a conversation with them? So Glenna is joining us here today. She's extraordinary in the work that she does all over the world. Whether it's uh, working with various access body class class uh, curriculum, or working one on one, or physical therapist, whatever that is, you know, she has been able to create a dialogue, especially around conscious parenting. But beyond that, it's about conscious living. You know, what is it that we can know that will change our lives? And yet, even after we know it, what do we then have to do? How do we have to really be mindful not to fall back into the perspective or the habits that we used to have to 
today's show is all about that. As we think about the importance right now of what's going on in the world, what we're learning about our bodies, what we're learning about what we put in. Every day there's a new level, a new diagnosis for some kind of inflammation of uh, diagnosis that is out in the world. Many, many people are looking at this and saying, what the heck is going on? What is this domino effect? And are we even asking the right questions? Glenna, welcome. Welcome back. You know, it's a big yeah, conversation because it really hits a lot of levels, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, inflammation is interesting. Um, it's, it's something your body does when you have um, diseases or if you've got injuries to help heal it. It's kind of a state of healing gone crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And when you said it was like just women, mostly you're seeing most of this in, ha- happening with women. I was thinking, well, maybe women are just a lot hotter than man. men are. <laughs> We're just hotter. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a great way to think about it, isn't it? Yeah. One of the things I love to ask patients when they come in with their different diagnosis, and there's so many of them, is truth, is this actually a problem? Because once you get the diagnosis, you create so much insanity around what it is, and you go to the Internet and look up everything, and you start duplicating and buying into all the points of views that are out there and start looking for all those things that are there and creating from that point of view um, and to just ask if it's a problem. And then, then once that point of view, I can shift that, I can start asking more questions. So what's your body trying to tell you is one of the first questions I'll ask. Um, mm. And it could be so many different things with inflammation. You know, where is the inflammation at? I could ask about different body parts um, and what's it creating. Um, What is it, though, you know, what is it that, um, what is it that we should know about these questions? Because, you know, one of the things that I love when when I get to talk with you is there are questions and then there are questions, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I think we need to take a moment to, to, to kind of tease this apart for a, for a bit. There are questions that are, are going to help us with our point of view, and then there are questions that are going to embed us in a point of view. Right. So let's talk about some of the questions that have to do with our body. We can use inflammation, or as we talked about before, you know, when we look at ourselves and we think, ah, oh, I'm just, I need to right-size myself, right? That's not a question. The question, how do I right-size myself? I mean, whatever that is. There are questions that will give us a level of awareness, and there are questions that won't. And I, I wonder if you could give us a couple of examples of those. Right. So a question that is a statement with a question mark attached is not a question. So <laughs> let's say if you were, um, if you said, what, can I, what do I want to eat for dinner tonight? That's not a question. The question would be, do I want to have dinner tonight? Body, would you like to have dinner this evening? <clears throat> is actually a question. A question opens the doors for more possibilities. When you have a, um, like, to right-size your body, you've already decided in there that your body is not right. There's a, there's a statement in there that's a conclusion in that question that you're just validating with the question. So a question in that situation would be, um, what can I change with my body? Is this working for me, yes or no? Just to find out if whatever mm-hmm. is going on with your body is actually working, and then what would it take for this to change? Or how could, I, how could my body change so that it was greater than anything I could ever imagine would be a question that gives you right. possibilities for awarenesses that can help you change the thing you're, things you're asking to change. So mm-hmm. if you already decided it's a problem, you can't ask questions 
that can change it because you have this problem that's that's locked into place that you're already that you're creating from. And we need to open up possibilities so you can look at it from a different point of view. Does that make sense? It does make sense because you know we will get uh, more embedded. And under the perception, under the guise that we are asking a question when we're really not, we're just embedding a we're just embedding a perspective and even a belief in mm-hmm. some cases. So what's, let me give you an example. Uh, what would be a belief? Uh, well, uh, here's what came out. There was an article that came out uh, about a week ago, Glenna, right? And what the article says is, oh, my goodness, we now have the research. We now have the data. And the data says that. That is good for you. Actually, the article was, water is good for you. And so after decades and decades of people believing that fat is not good for them, and, and I'm not just talking about fat in general, just about any other kind of fat. We went from no fat to, okay, a little, there's the good fat. Now the article says all fat's good for you in some way. So look at really really the evolution of this and what decisions we've made around this that in some cases could could seriously cost us our health, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of just asking our body on any given day. (laughs) But we have to wait for research to kind of get to that. And I think what you're trying to say is we don't. Right. Well, it's, we it's really interesting because research to... changes all the time, and the research studies have a point of view, and they tend to create the point of view that they want to create. And that's what the research right. comes out at, and then some magazine gets a hold of it and does a great article itself. Research is incredible advertising, and I'm sure that there was a lot of um, advertising. You know, all the companies that make products with that are now using that research as their backup. Um, and everything on this planet, all the foods that are available are good for our body when our body requires them and is asking for them. That is absolutely <clears throat> essential when your body requires it. And when it doesn't, it's something your body doesn't like. I mean, some of the inflammation that goes on is when we're not asking our body what it would like to eat, and we're eating things that it's not interested in, and then it has to work really hard to get rid of them or to change whatever's going on in your body by eating them, or even our points of views. Like if you have the point of view that sugar is bad, and that is a huge mm-hmm. point of view out there right now. There's tons of research. People are even saying it's poison, which is crazy because it's essential for life. You can't live more than a few hours if you don't have sugar in your bloodstream. It's mm-hmm. essential. It's required to live, and we're saying it's terrible for you. So you have this point of view that this stuff that you have to have in your body to live is terrible. What does your body have to do to create that point of view for you? It requires it for life to live. Without sugar in your body, you die. But you're telling your body it's poison at the same time. Would that create an inflammatory process in your body? <laughs> that could create a lot of well, insanity in your body because it has to deal with this substance that you decided is poison, so it has that point of view, and at the same time it requires it. So it's a completely mm-hmm. conflictual reality going on all the time with your body when you're eating things that it's not asking for, be it sugar or water or fat or proteins or vitamins or supplements, any of these things we're taking in that we haven't asked our body, if it requires it, create a conflict in your body. And then your body has to do stuff to get rid of it, and it also has to make your point of view correct at the same time. So that could create an inflammatory process in the whole body. You know, think about it. I mean, it's interesting. The idea that, you you know, let's talk about this from from an everyday point of view. Uh, Mary Jane goes out and decides she's going to have dinner with her girlfriends. And they go out. And before she goes out to dinner, she already has in her mind what she can and cannot eat. 
and mm-hmm. goes out to dinner. And one of the things on her list, I'm just saying, is I'm not going to eat any wheat and, oh, forget dessert. It's off the table. Goes out to dinner with a friend. Everybody orders up. And all of a sudden, she gets the urge for dessert. And so she orders dessert and actually eats dessert. Every biteful, guiltily eating dessert with a yeah. preconceived notion that as she's eating this dessert, she's going to have to start a green drink detox the next day. And so my question to you, right? I, I, I know, it's a perfect scenario. Absolutely, that, yes. They, I want to talk about this when we come back from a break. Those of you out there listening today, if I'm talking about you, give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. Now, you know, you know I'm talking about most of us out there, that piece of toast that we just ate and we put that extra slab of butter on it, and we're going to have to do an act of contrition over that. Let's take a short break and we come back. Glenn is going to share with us what happens when we inject that point of view, not just into our food, but into our bodies. You know, what do we tell ourselves and what can we tell ourselves? What are the questions we might ask so that we feel loved, that our bodies feel like, yeah, they're not only doing the wrong thing, but maybe they're doing the thing that they need to do. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Glenna Rice. anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session or dial 415-235-2807. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. In retirement, will you outlive your money? It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. 
you and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, financial advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And uh, joining me here today, my very special co-host and and someone that is is so amazing uh, about what she can share and what she does share in the world to help us help us know that there are questions that can guide us to a level of awareness that we probably, you know, have not experienced before. And then how does this awareness lead us to the lives that we truly want? Glenna Rice is joining me here today. Uh, what does your body require and how can you know? Before we get to that restaurant scenario I just put out there, tell folks a little bit how they can find out more about you, uh, about the upcoming classes, and where are you going to be, Glenna? Website is the easiest way to reach me, find me, and find out more about it. It's glennarice.com. And I am going to be at the Marin County Fair. It's a big Fourth of July weekend fair that they have in San Francisco every year and um, lots of great artists. And I'm going to have a booth there. So if you want to meet me live and see me and come and get your bars run, we're going to be doing um, bar sessions. That 20 minutes, you can get your bars run at the fair and find out more about access and talk to me and ask questions. And I'd love to see you if you're in the Bay Area or if you're one of those people that actually travel to this fair because I know it's a huge event around here. And then the weekend after that, the weekend of the um, 11th, 13th, I'm going to do an access five days to change your life, the BARS Foundation and Level 1 class here in San Rafael, California. Um, And you can find that on the Access Consciousness website is probably the easiest way to find information about that class. That's accessconsciousness.com. Or you can link through that through my website, glennarice.com. And then the next awesome. big event is I'll be in Paris, France, doing a three-day body class. And if you the prerequisite to the Bars Foundation Level 1 class, and you're welcome to fly to Paris in July and spend a week there enjoying your bodies, getting body processes, um, and Paris, which I've never been to, so I'm very excited about this class. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Um, and, you know, just to tell folks a little bit 
I mean, people come to these classes from, you know, the places you go all over the country, all over the world. And, you, you know, the whole, uh, what I like to say is the whole level of education and information that Access Consciousness is doing has grown exponentially, at least in the two years that I've been aware of, of your work. I mean, it's been amazing, yeah. hasn't it? Oh, it's amazing. I think it's in 52 countries now around the world. These classes yep. are, and people, the, the number of people that are now um, on the contact list, I mean, it's just incredible how fast. Exponentialized is, you know, yeah, totally. It's been very yep. exciting to be a part of this because when it started out, just, you know, four or five people in a class years and years ago, and now we have classes right. with hundreds of people. So it's exciting to see the change and what people are asking for. And in these classes, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about, asking your body, asking questions, we go through the basics in this class and how you do that, the questions you can ask, getting you out of stuck points of view that keep you from asking the questions, how you get out of judgment of your body, of your life, of everything, so you can start changing things so, so your life works for you. It's really about empowering you to know what you know, not yeah. what anyone else knows. And these are tools that allow you to access that, to access you. That's why it's called access. So you start wow. to access who you are, who you be, and what you would actually like to have your life living and reality be like, and how do you create that? It's amazing Well, you work. know, part of this also is what you talk about in gaining that level of awareness. And, you know, we've heard time and time and time again, awareness is the first step, yet many of us don't know how to get to that place. And that's what the questions, you know, help us with, are, isn't it? Yeah, it's accessing consciousness, and consciousness is the awareness of everything without judgment, because it's really our judgments of anything, good or bad, that keep us from accessing the awareness, the consciousness of everything out there, and then so it can start contributing to your life and what you're asking for. And it's a set of tools. There's a five-day class and the body classes and then the stuff that Gary Douglas teaches. And he's got a radio show with you also and Dane here and a whole bunch of other facilitators all over the world are doing this. So the accessconsciousness.com website is where you can find facilitators in your area to find out more about this and to take some classes or get your bars run. That's the first, first thing that um, we recommend is if you go out and get it's an hour-long bodywork process that is, um, well, can change anything and... After you're done, you usually feel like you had the best massage ever. So, highly recommended. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get mine run as awesome. much as possible. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. For for those of you out there, we're talking now about something that can change your life right now. I gave yeah. you a little scenario, right? About you know getting ready to go out to dinner, already have a preconceived notion about what you're going to eat, what you're not going to eat. Uh, not going to have dessert, definitely not going to eat any bread, get to, get to the restaurant, you're out there with your friends, everybody orders dessert, and there you are faced with the decision, and you decide against whatever you thought you were going to do, you are going to eat that chocolate mud pie, you're not going to share it, you're going to eat the whole thing, but ah, you're going to have to go detox the next day. So you already have this scenario <laughs> in your mind. How's that going to work? There's so many conclusions and decisions in that, aren't there? There's just so many. One, that yeah. the chocolate pie is bad for you and you need to detox afterwards. You've decided before right. you're not going to do something and you're not going to listen to your body and what it would like to eat on the menu, and that somehow you have to have dessert because that's something you've been denying yourself, and now it's like this aesthetic aestheticism, this way we deny ourselves the pleasures, and then if we have them, we're going to punish ourselves afterwards, that weird belief that we have to make you know, somehow punish ourselves after we enjoyed ourselves, enjoyed our body, enjoyed our life. Yeah. So what if you went out yeah. to dinner 
for the joy of it? What if the restaurant and the food that was there was there for the joy of you and your body and the friends you were with? And that was your only plan was to enjoy yourself. I mean, I never have a point of view about what I'm going to eat when I go to a restaurant, and I go to them often when I'm traveling. I, you know, twice a day I'm in a lunchtime and dinner time if I have dinner and lunch, which I don't every day, but if I do, I'm in a restaurant. What I do, so this is a great tool you can use when you're in a restaurant. You open up the menu, you close your eyes, open the menu, and then open your eyes, and the first thing you see is what your body wants, the first thing your eyes focus on, and order that, whatever it is, if it's dessert first, if it's an appetizer, whatever it is, you will be so amazed at how much fun it is to eat that thing you first saw on the menu. And it happens over and over. And when I don't have any idea what, you know, I want on the menu and it's written in a foreign language, that's what I do. I just open it, open my eyes, and whatever that is, and then I ask the waiter, what is this? If it's in Hungarian or German or whatever the language is, what, you know, and it's always something I enjoy. I've never ordered something that way that I didn't, my body didn't enjoy eating. And I never have a point of view that's wrong. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, Never have a point of view that it's wrong. I look in the mirror and I look at myself one day and all of a sudden I see something that I don't like. Whatever that is. And I'm not just saying just me, but all of you out there know that this could happen to you from time to time. Mm -hmm. Whether you put on a skirt or a pair of pants and they don't fit exactly right. But how about that ache or pain that you wake up with one day, Glenna? You know, how about all of a sudden you wake up and your hand hurts and you don't know why? And you go to the place of, oh, my gosh, I wonder what it is. And the mind gets going. How do we talk to ourselves at that point where we see something that may be, quote, wrong in our body? Yeah, it's so, I mean, there's so little information about this, and the only thing we've ever learned is that there must be something wrong when we feel something in our body that's intense. And what if it's not? What if it's just an intensity of awareness your body is giving you, information about something that, that it's trying to tell you? It's talking to you. And when we go into that mental space of trying to figure out what it is, we're not asking questions. We're also coming from a fear place, and fear is always a distraction from what you actually know. So I just had something like this happen the last uh, couple days. I, I had incredible intensity in my back to a point that sometimes I, could, I was bending over to pick something up and it seized on me. Now, before that, I would have went, oh, my gosh, what did I do to my back? What happened here? What, you know, and I, instead I went, wow, body, what are you trying to tell me? And I never went to it was pain. It was intense, but I never went to once there's a pain or a problem, and I knew it wasn't problem with my body, I could tell it was information it was giving me. It took me about two days to start to get an awareness about what it was. It was something I was locking up in my life. Like there's a, there was mm. a place where I could expand how I'm creating my business and how I'm creating financially in my business that I was stopping and my back was giving oh. me the information about it. And the second I got that, it like popped into my head and it was like whew, the back pain, this intensity was gone. It was just gone. There was nothing there anymore. Now, if I'd gone into the intent, you know, oh, I've hurt my back. Oh, I've, you know, slipped a disc or whatever I could have come up with. I mean, as a physical therapist, I could come up with a slew of things that were going on in my body. Yeah. Locked them in place. I would have started creating from that place and it would have probably gone on longer. And I could have gone to a specialist to get some help. But I just kept asking questions. Now, I've done this enough. It's really weird. I've done this for 10 years now, so I have a real 
good awareness that the stuff that I feel in my body is not a problem, and I don't create from that place anymore. And the people I've worked with over the years have been doing that. But it does take kind of a minute. You know, there's a little muscle you start building. And you start just by asking that question, body, what are you trying to tell me? First question, is this a problem? You're looking for what feels light and what feels heavy. When it's true for you, it feels light. When I got the financial awareness where I was locking things up, everything felt light. Everything expanded and the intensity was gone. My body just went, okay, she finally figured out what I was trying to tell her. Because we're kind of stupid when our body talks to us because we don't understand its language very well. But it talks to us with this light and this heavy. When it's light, when it creates more space, more ease, almost gives you a smile, it's what's true for you. And if it feels heavy, it's a lie. So if you go, oh, I slipped a disc, and that feels heavy, and you almost want to cry, like, and then you start getting more fear, that's heavy. That's a lie. If you went, oh, I slipped a disc, and it actually felt lighter, go to the doctor. Right, exactly. You might want to have a get an exactly. MRI and see what's going on in there. Or you might want to see someone right. who's a good specialist or working with this, if it actually feels lighter when you ask that question. So you're looking for what feels light or heavy for you when you ask these questions. What opens up and then, more possibilities? Yeah, and let's just talk about this. We're going to skip break for a minute because I want to talk about something you just said, and I want to make sure we all get the connection, which is the next step. See, when we talk about awareness sometimes, especially in, you know, some of the latest movements that have emerged in the past decade or two, right, or mm-hmm. even a little bit older, some of these these ideas. You know, there's this thought that comes out about be here now, the power of now, you know, just be. And it doesn't mm-hmm. really talk about what you just said, which is the next step. Once you get a level of awareness, what follows that is an action. Yeah. And in your case, you get to the, or a decision and then an action. And sometimes we forget that. And I, and I want to spend a few minutes talking about that especially around the body and what it's trying to tell us. Because we've kind of been, you know, I think sometimes we go down this path of being trained about the idea of being. And I don't know about you, but I know the Dalai Lama does more than just be. He is out in the world doing a whole lot of stuff. He is and creating so and I think we just need to, yes, all yeah. the time. Let's clarify this about how awareness gives us the portal to creating. Yeah. Well, it certainly, just with the story I just gave you, it's opened up tons of yeah. possibilities of me asking a lot more questions about creating a different future um, with my business and how I am running it financially. I've got so many more opportunities and possibilities now that I was locking up. So it was things I'd put behind me that I didn't want to look at, why mm-hmm. my back was talking to me. And now it's opened up future mm-hmm. possibilities to create a future that's going to work for me. So, yes, I'm present now and aware now, but I'm always also aware of the future. Everything I'm creating now is creating my future and what I would like that to look like. And my body helps facilitate me. Mm-hmm. Someone you know, what if your body really could be one of your greatest facilitators yeah. and the biggest con- contributor to your life being greater than you can imagine? Would you let it be that? Oh. Wow. So I have to ask you this question then. Uh, would I let it be that? Would I let it be the greatest facilitator? And you, and so the question that comes up is, what's going to get me in? What's going to get that? What's going to get in the way of me letting it? See, this is really kind of good. I love this. You know, what, yeah. what's going to get in the? So I'm not. You know, I'm just talking about the dessert, but I don't have to talk about the dessert. It could be anything. You know, it could be an ache and a pain, a joint pain. It could be maybe your body feels great. What's your body trying to tell you? What prevents me 
or, or, or people in general, Glenna, from taking that leap, from getting to that place where this becomes a way of life now, just like you did. You know, the question that you asked yourself that enabled you to get an insight and awareness about your business. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just been so amazing to see the changes when I'm willing to be a question with my body. You know, and, and mm. stuff, you know, my future, it, my future creations, they're for my body. My body's here on this planet living these creations. So it totally should be included in all of my future possibilities. And if I have it included, then it can start to contribute to things that are going to be great for it, which could be a, totally include a wonderful dessert at a dinner that I'm having. That could right. be a creation that creates more for my whole life and living by allowing that kind of joy for my body. Because then my body starts going, wow, there's joy out here. What if my future had more of that in it? And it starts showing you the things that will start to create more joy. In, for your future, for your now, for your present, for your life, your living, your reality, everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, food isn't for the infinite being you are. Without your body, you're not even interested in food. Food is for, for your body. What if every bite of food you ever had was, you know, enjoyable, pleasurable, gave you a smile, made your eyes water with joy? Would it be different? Would you start creating a different life if you had that point? I mean, we cut off so much mm-hmm. of the joy of our bodies because we judge that it's a wrongness. And then we totally exclude our body from what's possible in our future. Or for it, we exclude it from contributing to what's possible because we're not listening yeah. to what it would like to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. It could be your best uh, friend. It's got a lot of stuff to say. And so this is really, really the next part of this. What are some of the questions that will help us befriend our bodies? befriend mm-hmm. our bodies. You know, uh, there's so much we can read right now about stories that are out in our pop culture that are not necessarily about befriending our bodies or that befriending our bodies, you know, means that, you know, we are looking at what some pop fashion model says or doesn't say or a line of clothing says or doesn't say to us. And the questions that come from that are not the questions that are necessarily going to help us. So what might some of the questions be that, that, to help us get a level of awareness that you just referred to? Um, questions in specific, when you hear stuff in the pop culture, that is, yeah. well, you know, one question, would that, work for, would that work for my body? You hear some, you know, actress <laughs> say something, she, some diet she's done or clothing line or some, you know, cosmetic she's using to make her face look younger. Sounds really great in the commercial. And you go, wow, body, would that actually work for you? Yes or no? Which feels lighter? <laughs> Most of the time you'll get a no. Every once in a while you might get a right. yes. Yeah. You know, if you get a yes, buy right. it. See what it's like. You may only need to use it once and then your body's over it. It may only need to look at the commercial and get the awareness of the energy of what that is, and that's all it requires. Um, you can do that with, and clothing lines. Body, would you like to wear that outfit? Yes or no? If it says yes, go try it on in the store. If it says no... Don't worry about it anymore. You can ask, it, wow, who does this even belong to when you're really pulled to something like that? Because how many people on the planet get pulled to those ads and you're picking up all their points of views? Wow, is this even my point of view that I'd like to wear that outfit or that new uh-huh. style or that new cosmetic or whatever it is? And some of them can be really fun and some of them you're not just not interested in. But starting to get awareness of what you actually enjoy is where it starts to empower you to know that you know. 
Very One of cool. the things that I want to get back to what you talked about is this idea of does it feel light or does it feel heavy? Yeah. You know, since we started conversations here the past couple of years, it's been fascinating to me how quickly I go to that now. But I'm also aware of something, and I hope you, you can talk to it. We will choose, and I will choose, and I've, and I've done this in my past. Even though I go to does it feel light or heavy, and heavy shows up and I'll choose to do it anyway. And there's a dynamic about that that makes no sense at all. <laughs> and it's okay. There's so, nothing wrong with that. We've been choosing against our body forever. Body's cool with it. Oh. It's easy. But we know how to choose against our body. We know change. how to choose what's heavy. We're better at that than choosing what's light because most of this reality is just heavy, and we're really drawn to it. It's louder. Oh. It's louder oh. and it's denser, and, yeah, you're drawn to what's heavy. And when you choose, and, and choice is only in 10 seconds. Choice creates awareness. So you choose something that's heavy, and you go, oh, Okay, I just chose something on the menu my body didn't actually want to have. It was heavy, but I thought I should have it because I heard those are, that's the one that's the lowest fat, and I need to have a low-fat diet. That's what they're always telling me on the radio and on the TV shows. So I chose that one. It wasn't what my body liked. Okay, you're going to be all right. You have awareness now of what heavy feels like and what shows up when you choose heavy. In 10 seconds, you can choose something different. You could actually take a bite of that food and go, ah, I don't like this. Can I choose this other thing that my body saw first on the menu? Right. The worst thing that you might be right. out a couple bucks because they don't give you a refund on the first one you chose. But you're going to be right. okay. You can choose against your body and survive it. We do it all the time. It just starts at, when you choose for your body, there's something that shows up that just creates more space and a giggle and a laugh and things get easier. And when you choose that way, then you ask, wow, that was awesome. That was so amazing. How does it get better than that? How can I choose that way more often? What would it make it easier to choose what's light for me? What would I have to be differently to choose what is light? And one cool thing you can do is to take, you know, you could do this with water because people are drinking water all the time and they never ask their body if they want it. Every time you want to go to that water bottle and take a sip, hold the water bottle in front of your solar plexus, put your feet together, and say, truth, truth, body, do you want to have water right now? And if the body goes forward towards the bottle, even just a smidge, it's a yes. If it goes backwards away from it, even a little, you feel like a little tug backwards, it doesn't want it right now. And you can do that 20, 30 times a day. Most people have, you know, are always sipping those waters out of those plastic things um, all day long. So you can ask that and start to get a feel what yes and no feels like for your body. It's going to be a little different from every, for everyone. I can't totally explain what it will feel like for you. But when you feel that little tug forward or backwards, you start to see how your body can talk to you. And you can do that not just with water, everything you want to eat. Or stuff you want to wear, you can hold the clothes up in front of your solar plexus, right in front of your chest, and just say, body, would you like to wear this, yes or no? And play with it. And you can go against it. It's okay. This is so interesting. I have a friend who uh, found, somebody said to her, don't drink, you have to drink room temperature water. That was, I, right. I don't even know who said it. got to drink room temperature water. So she starts to drink the room temperature water. And she's got this crazy. She doesn't want to drink room temperature water. It's 90 degrees out. She wants water with ice. And she won't have the water with ice because somebody said to her, drink room temperature water. So the alternative was not to drink water at all. And I said, I said, have ice in your water if you want ice in your water. But that's just one example of what mm -hmm. we will do to go against what feels right for us. Yeah. It's where we make other people's realities more real than ours. Her reality wasn't warm temperature water. Someone else's is. 
Your body will be fine wow. drinking cold water. My body enjoys cold water. It needs to be mostly ice with a little water around it. That's my favorite way to drink water. And I don't drink much water. Right. I eat most of my water. Our food's 80% there water. So if we're eating good food that's really high in water content, do we really need to drink as much? Well, that's really the question, isn't it? I mean, there's mm-hmm. a reason why people are telling us to drink eight ounces of water a day and may have nothing to do with the fact that we're not drinking enough water. We're probably, as you said. Well, actually, the original study that created water. that point of view that's out there about eight glasses, eight eight ounce glasses, is based on um, people that were in comas in hospitals and how much IV fluid they needed to give them to keep them alive. And then they then right. they took a hold of that study and went crazy with it, and the bottled water companies used it to make massive sales. But it does. There's no one's asking a question about how much water their body actually would like to drink every day. And every day it should oh, be different. This is, this is good. Yeah. So the next show we do, we should do a show on the studies that are out there that really may not be for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have access to all the databases right now because I'm um, pursuing my doctorate, so I have. All of there the Medline databases so right now. Maybe I'll do a quick that. search. <laughs> why don't you think about that? That's got to be our next show. You know, all of the research that that has been done telling you what to do may not be for you. Glenna Rice joining us here today. Glenna, last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? And another fabulous show. Oh, what would it take for you to allow your body to contribute to your fabulous life? Wow. And don't GlennaRice.com, everyone. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. What an amazing show, everybody. Uh, I can't wait for our next show. Now we've kind of planted the seed for that, haven't we? But, again, we can change our mind, can't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everyone. Stay tuned for another hour of Dr. Pacho. We'll be right back. anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session or dial 415-235-2807. How confident do you feel about your retirement? It's never too early or too late to start thinking about your retirement. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get to the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC.